0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place And secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier Fifty Four, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hi, hi! Welcome to the recap of final recap of the first season of Night Shift. I'm sad that it's over. Well, we still have season (laughs) two to do. I know, but the DVDs were so convenient. I really they really were that we could find. Oh, don't forget to take it home with you. Oh, thanks. Not that I'm ever going to watch it again, but you never know. mm, No, I do. I know. One and done. We're good. But the good news is, tomorrow we get new episodes! I'm so excited to see what they're doing. How they're going to pick it back up again. Are we talking anything about coronavirus? Are we not? What are we doing? I guess we'll see. So excited. It's Valentine. time. It's going to be interesting. So where are you starting? Um, I mean, obviously the first. Well, well <laughs> you know what? Let's do some quick updates real quick. Oh, okay. So the book club will be meeting on August 5th mm-hmm. at 6 p.m. Eastern mm-hmm. Standard Time. We'll be in the Facebook group. We will share a link to Zoom so that we can all talk about the book, which is The Secret Life of Damien Spinelli. Yep. I guess that's really it because we'll talk about about the other one. Well, one of the other ones later. Do we just want to talk about who we got to talk to for the 411? If you want to, go ahead. So we had a great talk with somebody about quarantine and how they might actually have an out as a way to come back. Yes. We talked with Perry Shedd. Did you see today is his 18 year anniversary? Oh, happy anniversary. He posted adorable pictures of well, today being Sunday. He posted adorable pictures of their wedding and he looked the exact same and it's not fair. Well now I need to go look. I haven't really been on social media because like you just said, I've been on I've been in open houses and doing crazy stuff. Aw Aren't they super cute? They're so cute. Oh, they're so cute. But seriously, he looks the same. So jealous. So yeah. So on Thursday's Poor Charles 411, we got to have a nice conversation with him. And if you hear that scratching in the background, that is <laughs> Cookie. She found a box to play with. Yeah, she's she's boxing the box. She's making up for the fact that she wasn't here last week. Remember, she didn't come yeah, she didn't have our conversations nope. with us. So she sure didn't. She's letting everyone know. She's here. Hello. <laughs> Hi, she's Cookie. Cookie stop. You <laughs> go. She's like a kid. You just made her want to do it more. Shannon and Cookie <laughs> having a staring <laughs> match right now. Please pause momentarily. <laughs> Did you hear that little huff? Dog, Cookie! Don't make me take this away from you. Okay. Yeah, I feel you, Cookie. She's a mean mommy. That's the box that I've been using to do my diamond paintings. You have my kids addicted. Addicted. So not that I'm trying to do a reality check, but just part of the week, I sent Emily to hang out with Grandma for a couple of days, and so Grandma felt bad she had nothing to be entertained about, and she bought her one of those diamond things, and I showed up, and she was like, look, in three days, I did this whole thing, and I was like, how many hours have you been working on that? Because I know Miss Shannon stays up Faith till 2.30 in the morning. Lie. Yes. And so then yesterday, we had to go to Joanne's and buy... One for everyone. Madeline got cute little stickers that you can do. I didn't know they had stickers. Yeah, they stickers. do. And then Emily got money for something yesterday. And so now we had to place an order online for Joanne. So my whole house is going to be diamond dotted sparkly Yay. pictures. So, yes. Thanks for that. You're welcome. But yeah, they keep saying, I need a flat surface. i have to tell them. But Shannon uses a box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want you to think that, like, I just have the same empty box sitting around. That's what it's for. It was my house, it would just sit around and it wouldn't have any (laughs) purpose. So whatever. So yeah, so I guess a little we're a little bit backwards today. We are, but that just fit because you said it. It did. So let's get talking about night shift. All right, episode one on this disc was called Falling Star. And the summary is Robin faces a new obstacle in her plans to adopt Stacey's baby. Levels suggest that Jolene's next victim be a doctor. Regina's low self-esteem begins to interfere with her work. So my notes were just kind of like, matter of fact, paternity test, Curtis wants the baby. Mm -hmm. Which we kind of already knew was, that's where it was going from last week. But he actually had the test this time. I didn't understand how they were trying to have a conversation about it, though. Like, she sat down with the social worker. Like, there was negotiations to be done. No, you're not the mom. He's the dad. End of conversation. She was in the process of becoming foster, though. And where Stacy hadn't. I can understand a little bit the because he didn't know that she was pregnant. Stacy told everyone it was a sperm donor. So there was obviously something there. I understand her concerns, but kind of. So eventually we saw Diane come in to try to help. Yep. And she said, like what I'm saying. No, there's nothing you can do about it dad trumps all right. Nothing else to have a conversation. So I'm just surprised that the caseworker was like, sure, we can sit down and have a conversation because nothing that Robin said was going to change anything. Stacy's not here to say, Oh, this is my reason why. So it doesn't matter. Good guy, bad guy, paternity test, you're done. Right. So that was that. I said, I know that Spinelli is naive, but he is so much smarter than this. I put, did Spinelli lose his virginity to Jolene? He sure the did. The throwy up emoji because, Ew, uh. I mean, he went from zero to sixty with her too. Like they never even dated. They didn't. Right. She was just trying to throw off his scent and put him, grabbed him, and put him in a no. surgery room, and they, yeah. they got it on. No, I didn't like that. I'm all for my soap sex, but there was no lead up, romantic anything. It was here, let's go in this on-call room or wherever they well, were, in operating room. I feel like it was really out of character for him. Yeah. I and know. he even tried to slow her down. I don't understand why he didn't. Like, Spinelli's naive, but he's not a pushover. That's what I said. I'm like, I know he's naive, but come on, you're smarter than this. Yeah. Because if he doesn't want to do something... Yeah. And I know, stereotypically, all guys want to do that, but not like that. No. Come on. He definitely very much values the relationship Exactly. And- you know, heck, he was bowling in the hallway to impress her. Right. It just was out of character that he would have done. Hitless. Even if he was going to hook up with her, I feel like it would have been, okay, after your shift, I got this nice hotel right. room. Let's go there. Not an Or possibly room. they went out for drinks and then one thing leads to another. Right. Not in the middle of the day, night. Right. So- We're going to have our first kiss and our first everything all in... The same Five time seconds. Frame? No, yes. that's not Spinelli-ish. I didn't like it. Although I did love afterwards. Epiphany thought that he was high. Yes, that was cute. That was very. Cute. I loved Jason offering to talk to Curtis for Robin, though. Yes, that was so. That cute. was very very sweet. He's so amazing to her. Yes, their friendship's awesome. I loved Diane Epiphany screaming at each other, <laughs> fighting over men, not fighting men, over Tasson. Man. Yes, and ironic. Now they are both dating brothers. Oh because uh, Diane's with Max and the Epiphany's with Milo. I did not think of that at all. Good catch there. Thanks. Huh. And I just said we need them yelling at each other more. Yes. Because <laughs> I mean they're both very, very, very powerful, don't mess with me women. hmm yeah, that was a good scene. Uh, Dr. Lee had a breakdown. That was sad. That was so heartbreaking and Especially now. So when was this? Two thousand seven. Now we're in the Me Too movement, and that wouldn't happen, right? But the stuff that that MedCam guy was saying to her—such a jerk. It, but the thing is, is unfortunately, right—he's the problem. That still happens. with yes. he's blaming the victim, right? You know, and it doesn't matter if she's a sex worker; you still don't deserve. To be put on the spot that it's expected that you just give it up to everybody. Right. You know? Right. No, you still have a choice on who you do what with. No matter what your line of work is or what you've done in the past. Any of that. So, no, he's he's just a jerk all the way around. So, basically, what happened is that he was talking about, because that doctor. What's his name? Palu or something. Palu? Palu? Palu, Palu, Whatever. Yeah. The doctor was fired that was trying to bring the lawsuit. And he's like. Well, we heard that you basically give it up to everybody else anyway. And she went out and stripped down. Andy was so sweet to her. He was. And (laughs) I don't usually like him, but he was very nice to her and covered her up and like carried her away and calmed her down. And she got up on the nurse's station and stripped down and was like, here, his next, you know, and totally lost it. But yeah, that was very, very gentlemanly that. Yes. He came over, took off his lab coat. Right. Doctor's coat, whatever he was wearing and covered her and yes he protected her he did I like their friendship the last thing I said was Patrick's a jerk for hooking up with Layla it made me really mad him and Robin never actually broke up and I know they addressed it I don't know what episode it was I don't but know you're exactly right thing but they didn't break up there was never a conversation it was just kind of like oh, you're getting overly interested in that baby? Well, I'm going to go get overly interested in Layla, and now we're done. Yeah. I, I didn't like it. So the next episode was Fools in Love, and that's when he admits to Robin that he's hooking up with Layla. Yep. So the summary is Andy and Kelly desperately try to counsel one another on their addictions. Lainey struggles to deal with her father's condition. Patrick comes clean about his fling with Layla to Robin who must face up to the fact that Stacy's daughter is going home with the baby's father and Toussaint learns the results of his latest test. But yeah, Patrick just comes straight out and is like, well, I'm sleeping with her. Yeah. Mm. And then doesn't understand why Robin's so upset. He keeps using the baby as an excuse. She was going through some stuff. How about you be supportive and not use that as an excuse to go hook up with a nurse? So ridiculous. Bad move. Yeah. Oh, I liked that um, Andy and Dr. Lee made a bargain with each other Mm because she said he's addicted to the sleeping medicine and that that's the same as a sex addiction, blah, blah, blah. So they said once they were clean for 70 some days. Yeah. I can't remember. 72, maybe? I don't know. They had a date anyway, that then they would go out and celebrate by having a drink and some other activities. So I know... Not that I know. I'm sure that it's not uncommon what he's doing. Right. Okay. I'm not even going to say I'm I'm sure. You know, I wonder if what he's doing is common practice. And if not, and if it's a really big deal, how openly he does it. Right. It seems like everyone knows, oh, I'm going to take a nap. That's code for I'm going to go drug up with the stuff that helps put me to sleep. But he was stupid, too. Even locking the door. Would you keep doing it whenever you know there's a killer on the loose somewhere in the hospital that's already already messed with it once? Yep. Like, can you not, and I guess that's the whole definition of addict, but can you not give it up for a couple weeks at least until it's not a chance of you being killed because of it? Maybe. I don't know. I do hope that they get together, though. Yes. That would be sweet. And he did a really good job of trying to help Kelly, you know, and... Yeah, You know, he he showed his his softer side. Yeah, Yeah. And poor Spinelli is wondering if he's going to become a sex addict because he can't stop thinking about it now. He's so cute. And apparently he's wearing super stinky cologne that everyone keeps commenting (laughs) on. And him asking for help from Toussaint was so sweet, though. Yes. And Toussaint is so nice to everyone, though. He gives the best advice. Mm -hmm. He should be a therapist. Oh, this is the episode that Spinelli found out that... Jolene actually wanted to date Jason instead, and then it broke his little heart. Yep. And he told Jason that they hooked up. Yep. Jason was not too happy. Well, no, because... Right. Don't he'd... try to date me while you're messing around with my friend. Yep. Not okay. Mm. Oh, they made a big deal about Robin taking the baby to say goodbye. I don't understand. I mean, I understand that it was a big deal, but I don't understand why it was a big deal. You knew she wasn't going to hurt her, and you right. knew she wasn't actually kidnapping her. She just wanted five minutes to say goodbye. I think it's the fact that she didn't tell them that she was. But they said, no, she wasn't allowed around the baby. Yeah, that's true. That's why she wasn't going into the nursery to hold her. So I'm not saying you should break the rules, but I don't know. They made it sound like, oh, no, she's kidnapped and in danger. No, oh. she's not. And we never talk about this baby girl. So, hi, it's been 13 years. Where is she? What is she doing? Ooh, oh, we should bring her back. She needs to age up a little bit more because she can't really do anything that interesting at 13. This is good. Yeah. She has to come back. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're going to write a whole storyline for baby Rebecca. Was that her name? Yes. I I think so. I know I kept calling her Anna, but he renamed Rebecca. Rebecca. Oh, Cody turned off the the dad's life support. And Lainey was okay with it. Yes. And covered for him. That was so sad, but so good because he did what she wanted to, but couldn't. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Yeah. Cody's complex too. We could use him around. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he's a jerk in one second, and then he's super sweet and sensitive. He her. has some serious mental health issues. Like, he, I'm not saying that, like, jokingly. He like, he really does. be in a support group with Amy's brother. Yes. yes. There you go. So bring back Chet. Bring back Cody. I'm there. There you go. Yep. See? To make our own support groups. Who <laughs> we want in them. So I love that they are, you know, giving Toussaint this background with the Saints and everything. However... What Becomes of the Broken Hearted is a real song. It is. And it's not by The Saint. No. It's by Jimmy Ruffin. So don't. Yeah. I had a problem with that, too, because they're usually so, mm-hmm. like, they create their own songs, like the kids have done for All the Nurses Ball yep. and stuff. So to give that song, no. Nope. Yep. Nope. Just not right. And it's not like Whitney Houston doing I Will Always Love You. Right. Because that's Dolly Parton's song. Yes. And they both did it. Right. You're allowed to sing other people's songs, but you right. have to admit that it was the other person's first. Right. But there is no. Th- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. Thanks. That was not their song. And ironically, that's the next episode. Yeah. And I said, why was that not the name of the previous episode? Because episode 11 ends with Epiphany singing, what becomes the Brokenhearted," which is the name of episode 12 and a police investigation until the death of Lainey's father yields an unlikely suspect. Epiphany surprises Toussaint with some unexpected visitors before his surgery. Lovell, ur- yeah, Lovell urges Jolene to find another victim. And the clandestine romance between Patrick and Layla continues. Ugh, no. Clandestine? No. No. <laughs> don't like that. Oh, Jason comforts Robin over the fact that baby Anna slash Rebecca is gone. Yes. I, would, I really would have liked to see some sparks there. I know that they're long-term friends and that it's over. But he's so good with her. What would you say? I Uh-oh. talk about it. and No, I talk about Uh-oh. it in episode 13. So I'm not going to. Oh, all right. Not going to jump ahead of myself. I won't. I won't make you. But I did say Patrick telling off Robin was so uncalled for. Yeah. She should have timed that better. So it looked like she was coming out of that room right as Layla was walking by. So Layla would think that they were hooking up again. Oh, that's what I would have done. Because I'm petty like that. <laughs> that's good thinking. It's soapy enough. Okay, you said that I was going to hate the ending. Did you mean the, the ending, ending of the whole series? Of the whole, the whole okay. Yeah. okay. Yep. Because you texted me that while I was watching episode 12 because I texted you something. What did I text you? Oh, I texted you because you put on our Instagram um, Ellie's oh. quote that we'll get to in a minute. And then we got into a conversation okay. about it. But we try yes, not to have real conversations. And we didn't. Because we want this to be authentic. So yes. I was just forewarning you that you were going to hate the real ending. Ending. Well, so I was expecting Toussaint to pass away. When he was in surgery. Oh, I'm sorry. And (laughs) I traumatized you without meaning to traumatize (laughs) you. So Epiphany got the other saints to come and support him, except for the one who wants him to die. Right. So I'm like, great, he's going to die. And then blah, 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 blah. And he gave Epiphany his bracelet. So I was like, and then I'm thinking, does Epiphany still wear that bracelet? So I'm, I'm really invested in him dying. Like, I Mm -hmm. feel really bad that I was this. But I thought it was beautiful because so they have him getting his anesthesia, and he's picturing and his younger self trying to kill him. So it's yes. in your head because yes. that's Jillian said, someone important has to die. Yep, to seal up Medcam's plan. So yep. you're ready for her to succeed. And so he's he's picturing himself singing back in his twenties, mm-hmm. and Miss Stewart and Stacy yes. were there. And She was holding her baby. Yep. And Patrick and Robin were seated together, Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. foreshadowing the future, right? And Lainey and Cody were sitting next to each other. Yep. But, so that's what, I was really expecting him to die. Well, they let you think he was, because they flatlined him and then closed the episode out. And then he didn't. He didn't. Which we'll get into that afterwards, but. I mean, I feel like we got all of it in that. Because that episode was kind of just leading you to the next one. Yeah. And Patrick's still hooking up with Layla. That's the only other um, Is that the one where she comment. broke up with him, or was that the next one? Or tried to, because it's not mentioned in either. I think that that's the one where he said, we need to be done, blah, blah, blah. And then they ended up hooking up right after it again anyway, so okay. it didn't matter. So the last one's time served. In the first season finale, Spinelli's sleuthing abilities help Jason stop Jolene from completing her final assignment. Meanwhile, a gunfight erupts in the ER between rival gangs putting the staff and patients in mortal danger. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, we didn't talk about him. So in the first episode, I think it was. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. First episode, Falling Star, there was a young girl coming in to deliver her baby, and the baby daddy was just being a jerk. And Javier? Is that his I name? I think so. Okay. And him, like you could tell, he was in a gang, and him and his friends were there and they were insisting on being there for his son's birth. And she was scared to death because she ended up having a baby girl and he right. was gonna be mad and blah, blah, blah. So Jason and Cody took him and his people out. So they show back up again in this last episode because I guess they, it like goes together. Well, and that's the thing. like I was kind of confused by why this gang fight even happened. I thought the way that she kept trying to tell Dr. Winters that they need to move, that he was there to kill her. That's what I thought too. Yeah. And then because it seemed was, to have no... Right. Because right, he was mad that she stood up to him and was like, yep. no, it's what my patient wants. You need to That's get That's what out. I thought too. And okay. but then it wound up being exactly what Amanda just said. You know, two rival gangs met up in the ER. They thought they had killed, from what they said, they thought they had killed the one guy. So he was coming in on the gurney and then they took over the ambulance and had people waiting there. And why if would you, you know. have a shootout in an emergency room though? If you're trying to kill someone, you want to do it as far away from the hospital and help, not in the actual ER waiting room. Yeah. And I think the beginning of this episode, or was it actually in the last, the previous episode that Spinelli found out that Jolene was, it was at the beginning of this episode. Okay. Jason was standing guard. Of Toussaint's room. Yes. Because they weren't sure. And he just thought. But then Spinelli got all the information together and said, yes, she was getting mystery deposits in her bank account. Yep. So during the shootout, Jason winds up getting a gun from one of the fallen guys. Mm -hmm. And of course, what did Robin say? Pretty sure out of the six guys that died tonight. (laughs) Jason killed five of them. Yeah, (laughs) But the way. So one of the guys took Robin hostage for five seconds. The way that they can talk in their eyes. Yes. I was like, I wish they had gotten back together after this. Oh, good. See, I'm glad we're on the same page. Because, yes, she totally said with her eyes, go ahead, take the shot. And he totally said back to her, I'm not sure. I don't want to hurt you. And she said, I trust you. And he took the shot and killed the bad guy. And she she pulled away right at the right time because she knows how to read him on it. Okay, this is when he's going to shoot. It was perfect. It really was, and they always had a really good relationship. And then Mac comes in yelling at Jason. He's he's a jerk in this series. Right. He continued yelling at Jason all throughout when Jason did nothing. It wasn't even his gun. It wasn't like he had a gun on him in the hospital. He had right. to steal one of the bad guys' guns. Right. Give me a break. And he saved your niece. This is the second time. Despite in the, the phrases that Robin might give you, you're still the worst thing that ever happened to her. Yeah. Now, no she'd be dead like a hundred times over if it wasn't for him absolutely yeah because she was mixed up with sunny's life before jason right that's high stone. stone yeah exactly and i don't mean like mixed up but you know what i mean like, right she wasn't he didn't drag her into that life right. she dragged herself she into was already that life. involved somewhere yep but i did say what a great shootout scene but seriously why did that happen just because same thing like why did it happen at the ER and And then they killed Jolene but you never even got to question her well they shot Jolene she's in oh yeah she saved Spinelli she jumped in front of Spinelli yes and now she's in ICU or whatever we don't know what happened with her yet but I don't understand why that was the point of it we could have questioned her and hauled her off to jail you have enough evidence to know she was doing wrong it's not questionable anymore and that was their graduation night. So then they all went and changed into their blue scrubs. Yes. The nurse graduation. So now they're not student nurses anymore. Now they're actually. Does it really happen like that though? I feel I like. I don't think There's so. a ceremony and then you like restart as a real nurse. I don't know. Like a HR review before you're officially hired. Not. Right. Okay, you completed your however many hours. Here's some new scrubs I don't know. in the middle of a shift, in the middle of the night shift
1: last <laughs> time. <laughs>
0: right. And then it ends with you know someone's in the ER and Robin goes in. She wants to help. Wait, Patrick. before okay. that, okay. they take off the bandages. Of um, oh my gosh! And, yes, and it you can't really see her face, but you still know that is not Brenda. It's not, and I feel like so I don't know if they might have pulled just audio from. Oh, maybe. Because she only says, like, thank you and something else. But yeah. How vapid are they making her appear? Right. With the doctor saying, you really are breathtaking or absolutely gorgeous, Miss Barrett. Right. Okay. Brenda is gorgeous. She is gorgeous, but being she pulled is- out of a fire, I think you're being concerned a little bit more than, do you still look beautiful? Yes no one would want horrific scars all over their face, but, but at the same time, not. she wouldn't be like, well, I better be perfect or you're going to be in trouble. Yeah. Blah, Cause blah. that's not her. Yeah. You know, I mean, she's definitely, she knows she, she looks knows good. she's pretty, but she's not vain. No, she's not. Yeah. That would not be her first priority. It was done the way he talked to her. And why did we just like plop that in the middle of it? It didn't connect to anything. Mm-mm. And same kind of thing. Do they really make, Time to take off bandages in the middle of the night shift and like do your big reveal i feel like that's a special doctor yeah it comes in during the day during normal rounds yeah my understanding of hospitals is they don't create any more work during the night shift than the emergencies and just regular patient upkeep right perhaps i'm wrong but i've never had a doctor say to me before all right come see me at 2 a.m and we'll handle right this. exactly like my <laughs> post-op was at 9 a.m not <laughs> right. Three. Right. Would you like yep. to come to the hospital instead at three o'clock in the morning? No, no, I wouldn't. Thanks anyway. Unless it was early in the morning because it was at the end.
1: Maybe. So, what time does
0: night shift end?
1: Because oh, if it ends,
0: maybe if they end. That could be right. If they end right at like eight, she was the first appointment in the morning. Okay. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt there. But they were doing a lot of stuff that didn't sound right. Even when Mac was questioning why the young girl was there, if she was part of the whole shootout. hmm. They were like, oh no, she was here for a post delivery checkup, blah, blah, blah. You don't go for post delivery checkups at 2 a.m. either. Although, if Kelly is the on call OB, if she was having an issue, maybe, yeah, but they made it seem like
1: it's just it was a her checkup, regular
0: checkup. Yeah, you're at your six week checkup, although her baby was only two weeks old, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she wasn't in a gown, she didn't have an ID bracelet, so she wasn't a patient coming in for an ER service. Yeah, the way they said it was regular checkup, not not gonna happen. And Mac, who thinks he's so darn smart, should know that. Right. All right. So now on to yours. Oh. That's what I said. You're gonna be mad about. Go ahead. So they have this person come in, and Robin goes to check it out, and Patrick's like, "No, no, no. You're too close. You're too close." So here's the one thing that I do know from the beginning of season two is Jagger comes back. Okay. So. I was expecting it to be Jagger on the table, which totally makes sense because too close to it. It's your ex-boyfriend's brother, brother, you know? No, I guess they are still an ex, but at the same time, it's like your deceased boyfriend. boyfriend. Okay. There we go. Cause it's not, it's like a widow. They break up. That's what I was expecting. Yes. But it's someone who looks like Robin. Right. And then it just ended. There was no other conversation. It was this chick's, on the table, and all of a sudden, like, boom, opens her eyes, and then it cuts out and it's done. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I don't know about you, but I actually, like, yelled at the TV, what the heck? Like, I was, it didn't make any sense. Yeah. So, I really thought that it was going to be Jagger, just and, because I know that he comes back in season two. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't have told you you were getting mad about that, because that makes sense. But this, I, I don't understand how we're leading this into season So, I, I guess wait we're going to have find to find out. out. Yeah. <laughs> right. But, whatever. And then, we did watch the bonus feature. That was fun. I just thought it was cute because they were so normal. Like the mm-hmm. actress that plays Robin said, you know, Oh, I'm usually I play a good girl, but when I'm doing the promos for this, I'm just standing there naked. And then it opens up. what she said, Like him. even brainy girls get naked too. Yeah. Or smart, something like yeah, that. Yeah, even smart it was girls, cute. Even smart girls get naked sometimes or something like that is the way she said it and talked about all that. And then I wanted whoever does Kristen Storm's hair and makeup. I want her in my life because when she was talking in that bonus feature, Her hair was just perfect, and she looked so cute. So, yeah, can we start making enough money that we hire hair and makeup people? Then we can do more than just a podcast. I'll let you see me on screen if I have hair and makeup. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. We could just do it right now, too. Anyway, yeah, we could. Although Uh, I'm wearing makeup today because I realized I should probably wear it when I do open houses. You look beautiful no matter what. Thanks, but. I did think it was funny that they kept saying that it was racier and they could take more liberties on the nighttime. And I'm like, yeah, that's how it is right now though. Right. You know, like it's not that racy when you watch it now. And I still feel like even in 2007, it wouldn't have been that racy. No, I didn't maybe think for daytime. Maybe. I, I don't know. I don't feel like it. I don't, I don't feel like it was way more racier. No. The only thing that I do think out of all of this was Maxie and Coop in the yes that's the only because you heard her yes and there was little left to the imagination right right that normally is yes yes normally it's a total like bedroom scene right and so you're expecting that so the fact that but the doctors have been hooking up in the closets and on call rooms and whatever forever it's not like that's something But we never see new It was the fact that we saw Maxie hanging on to... Yes, no, like, Mm -hmm. Maxie was definitely... That's the raciest, but it wasn't even... Right, Maxie's, like, now daytime TV as opposed to back then. Yes. it probably not. But I can't think of anything else that they did... No. ...that was that much racier... No. ...than what they were doing during daytime. Mm -hmm. I mean, again, like, soaps are known for their sex scenes. Right. So It's, it's a thing. It gets pretty steamy sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. But that's all that I had. Oh, if they answered your question about who the singer-songwriter oh, was. Oh, yeah. I forgot to write it down, though. Like, Ray Sinclair or something. Yes. Yeah. So, it wasn't Jewel, and it wasn't Anna Nalek. Darn it. Oh, well. I just thought it was funny that they actually answered you. Because whenever you said that to me the day that we played the board game, I was like, I have no idea. So, I wasn't paying attention. And then the bonus feature got right in for you. So, you're welcome. She has a lovely voice. She does. I like that style. So. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, now we'll have to do 411's. To catch up the rest of the season, or season or we just two, do I bonus mean. episodes. We'll, we'll figure we can it do out that too. Whatever. Yep. Either way, <laughs> we always have enough to talk about. Yep, including in our real lives too. Yeah. Do do do. Reality check. So go ahead. What's your reality check? I have no idea. You have no idea. It's August. Oh my gosh! You did not <laughs> say. I can't believe it's <laughs> August. <laughs> Maybe I handle that the first half of the year and you handle that the second or half the of the year. Or the first year and then I'll take over. Because I'm pretty sure that it was you for July that said it too. I think so. So um, It's just been a crazy couple weeks. July was absolutely insane. It's cause you're selling houses like crazy or trying to. It's uh, but that's the thing, is that it's just it's insane right now. Houses are flying off the market. It's just crazy. But and then you know our school got pushed back. It did and now. So what the heck is even going on in the world? I don't know. I really, I can't think of anything. I just, I worked a lot this week. It's been really long week, really long weeks, really long days that I don't know. I, you better have something good. Cause I really <laughs> don't have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I personally don't have anything for me cause I'm boring and life's all about my kids. But Megan made her confirmation Tuesday. And so it was super nice. Yes. She was excited because it was supposed to happen. It typically happens in the spring. And it couldn't happen. So they were able to do it. Instead of the whole class together, they split it up into three separate dates. So each family got one pew of the church and could have their people come. So they did a really good job. That's funny. I like that, though. The pew in front of you was empty and the pew behind you was empty. Yeah. And then you could invite ten people total, including the kid that was being confirmed and their sponsor to fill up the row, and so her dad came, and her stepmom came, and her grandma on that side came, and then my mom was her sponsor, and then me and all my kids, and whatever, so it was nice, and she was happy good. that it finally got done, and you know, we well, had cause cake. it was supposed to happen in May. Yes, and so then we got, we did cake yesterday, or no, Friday at my mom's house just to, you know, good job, celebration, whatever, she got cards and presents, and I don't know, yay! Yeah, My kids have to spend money the second that they get it, so hence, as I said same. earlier, that we were doing the Joanne run, because they can't have money in their hand and not spend it, so thanks, Joanne Fabrics, for taking our money for Diamond Dots, because that's what it all went towards. Yeah. I do the same thing, though. Well, that's what... Okay, so we had film camp start this week, and Monday... Oh. My kids do stuff, too. Your kids do do stuff. You're like, it's all about my kids. I'm like, it's all about my kids too. No, I'm saying in a jealousy way of you have a life outside of your kids. You just and can't right talk now... about your kids or your job. Right. But even then, my my life is, or my job is kids also. So <laughs> just saying, there's things about you that you could talk about that you just don't want to. And that's okay. You're allowed to be private. Okay. <laughs> you say so. I don't know what Shannon's talking about because my life's not that exciting. Anyway. Go ahead. So film we started camp. film camp this week. And so I can't remember. Oh, we recorded on Saturday last week. Mm-hmm. So on Sunday night, we were sitting down, like, going over the schedule and everything. And my daughter is just, like, heartbroken. I mean, crushed. And, but she's doing such a good job of just, like, holding it in. And she just got up from the table and went in her room afterwards. And the next morning, she's crying again because she just doesn't want to do all this all online. And yesterday afternoon, I mean, halfway through Monday, she's laughing. Aww. So she's been having a great time through film camp that's awesome. online. So they're doing, they're doing a really good job. So that's awesome. Yeah. That was a big, big, big stress relief. So that's what I was trying to think. I'm like, cause I really, I really struggled this week just because I had to keep myself available in case she needed me. Right. But I also have to work. Right. Like it's yeah, not easy, but, but yeah, that was my, I guess I did have a, you always have kids stories. You just have good work stories on top of that. So yeah, they are. They're not always good, but they're, they're work stories. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so join us. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, we forgot to talk about our swap. Oh. So we found through one of our fans introduced us to another podcast that does a recap of the soap Passions. I like their introduction to it. It makes me want to watch it. Well, good news. It. I never watched Passions. We it have makes- it to share with everybody. <laughs> there you go. So just take a couple seconds and listen to this this promo for the Passions podcast. And if you're a Passions fan or once you hear, you're going to want to be because I'm telling you, they make it sound so fun. They do. I mean, of course, General Hospital is the best. <laughs> yes, that's the only thing they say incorrect in their promo. They say Passions is the best. I mean, that, no. I have to argue with that. In our opinion, it's GH. Uh, but so in our opinion, exactly. In, yes, in our but opinion they definitely GH, sound a lot of fun. But so. I, it sounds like Passions could be a second runner-up or so. Yep. So check out this podcast. Hi, everybody. My name is Latara. And my name's Laura. And this is Passions, passions podcast. podcast. Welcome. This is the podcast where we watch Passions and talk about it. And we'll give you all of our opinions, whether you want it or not. Now, Passions <laughs> is a soap opera that ran from 1999 to 2008. And Passions has all of the things that you love about a conventional daytime soap opera. Intrigue, love triangles, mysterious twins, and also magic. Magic. Lots of magic. Evil forces. Which makes it superior to all other soap operas, in my opinion. And it's so campy. It's so fun. It's so exciting. So we love Passions so much, and we decided we wanted to share our love of Passions with the podcasting world. So join us. Listen to Passions Podcast on your favorite podcasting app and enjoy. And remember, you are my passion for life. Yeah, their show does sound like a lot of it fun. It does. I can't afford to get addicted to another show though. No. Well, I, just, I just can't. You'd be replaying it anyway because... Right, it's off now. It didn't run anywhere as long as General Hospital So has. we can catch up pretty quickly. But we're not... This is I'm not, not committing to that yet. No, <laughs> but we're sticking to GH. Yes. However... We know a lot of people, you know, enjoy different shows and everything. Right. So we thought that we would just pass that along and join us on Thursday as we talk with Perry Shen. Yay. Have a good week and we'll meet at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review and you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for pier 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com.